Hey everyone, Vicky McLeod here. Welcome back to Europe is Coming. This time I speak to Belgian athlete Manon Agonese. We talk about her switch from professional show jumper to CrossFit, where she got her nickname White Shark, training alone, and her dedication to qualify for this year's Games. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Welcome, Manon Onganes, to the Europe is Coming podcast. I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you for speaking to me. Where are you today? Uh, I'm in my gym. I just uh, uh, finished my session of the day. Where is your gym? In Belgium. I don't really know much about Belgium. I've been there once to the parliament, but apart from that, I mean, as a as a British person, Belgium is uh, often um, kind of mixed in with France, but you guys have got a, a, a unique identity, just like the rest of Europe. Is there anything that you would say makes Belgium different to other countries? Uh, yes, uh, we have one thing, uh, uh, what is different from all uh, over the countries in the world, I think, is that we have the French part and the Dutch part, and there is a big uh, separation between. So uh, they say that we are not uh, usually friends together, but we are. It depends on who, of course. But And we have the capital, so we have Brussels in the middle of the French part and in the middle of the Dutch part. So that's uh, special. It's like three countries in one. So tell me about your your journey in CrossFit. How did you find the sport? Um, when I was uh, in physical uh, preparation school, um, I met my teacher who was uh, a CrossFit level one trainer. And just like that, he made me discover the CrossFit and I fell in love with it at the first sight. How old were you? Uh, it's my seventh year. So you were 22 when you started? Uh, yes. Uh, it's my. So do, you didn't do any kind of um, exercise before or were you? did you have a background in any kind of sport? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm an ex-professional horse rider. Oh, what kind of, uh, did you jump or dressage or? In jumping. So when you were 22, you'd stop riding? Yeah, uh, I stopped my career at 21 years old. Um, I started very, very young as a professional horse rider. I stopped school at around 14 and 15 years old uh, to be a professional horse rider. So I started, I think, way too soon. I was too young for um, this kind of life. And I think at 21 years old, I was tired of all of this because it's a money world. Horse riding is a money world. And I had the feeling that I was calling for something different. And so I switched totally my life for the physical preparation and then CrossFit. The, the decision to drop a sport at an early age when you've just become an adult must have been a big, big, big decision because it's part of your identity, isn't it, as you're growing up? Yes, is it? Is it? Uh, but it was a passion. Since I'm four years old, my only obsession was horse riding. Uh, it was all my life for so many years. And 
at 14, 15 years old, I had absolutely no doubt that uh, it will be my life forever. And but well, life changed, and yes, it was it wasn't a, an easy decision to to stop my career because uh, I had everything I needed at this moment. I had very good horses. I had a stable. I had everything. But well, sometimes hard decisions are the best. So right from the beginning, you said that you fell in love with CrossFit, but I guess it was quite challenging because to go from uh, riding to CrossFit, that's a massive change. Yes, it is. But I think um, uh, what I love in CrossFit is that uh, you own your uh your victories. You you deserve your victories. You deserve your hard work. In horse riding, you have so many factors that can impact your performance. So, for example, it's about uh, the money. It's about the horse also sometimes. Uh, it's about a lot of things. But in CrossFit, uh, it's just you and yourself. And money can change absolutely nothing. The um, the po- The point about money though is that with them when you have a sponsors you have more time to train so I don't know some people would say that money does change things especially the guys who are working full-time and training full-time yes of course in this case uh, yes money can impact also Um, I have the luck uh, to have my own gym so it's easy for me because I coach I train uh, at the same place so it's easy. But, well, of course, I know some athletes who are, for example, uh, doctors or nurse, or, and it's, it's a, a huge challenge for them to, to combine work and training, and they deserve a huge respect because mm. it's hard. I agree. The, um, the difference between not having to work full-time um, and training and being a coach and a gym owner though I mean like would don't those two responsibilities also impact on you uh yes yeah yes I have more time for me for my recovery uh, and of course I have more time to train I can train uh, twice more than some other athletes so yes it's an advantage um, I know that um, you got, have the nickname of, of White Shark, and I wondered where that came from. What is what is the uh, is it the Great White Shark that you're talking about? Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, where did you get that nickname from? It's since uh, I'm a little girl. It's my uh, totem, just as simple as that. Uh, for so many reasons, because it, it's one of the the most impressive animal on earth. Everybody uh, are afraid of them and they have such a bad reputation as a killer shark, but absolutely not. They're not. Uh, they, when, when you learn to know them, um, they're not killer sharks. When they attack a human, it's, it's only an accident. It's not because they won or if they feel uh, or they feel themselves attacked, you know, and um, it's. It's like I am, for example, uh, I am someone very cold at first sight, but when you know me, I'm, I'm a nice person. I'm someone very humble and very simple. But uh, yes, a lot of people are afraid of me because I think I'm, I am cold and I am like a white shark, you know. <laughs> I think 
um, from my understanding of professional riding, that when you have when you go into the ring, you have to be very focused and very um, concentrated on what you're doing and in tune with the animal. And maybe maybe that um, level of focus has uh, is something that you've grown up with because I think that can be quite intimidating to people, can't it? When you get your game face on, and uh, there's no smiling. Yes, exactly. Totally agree. But you're but you're a softy inside. Yes, exactly. Yes, also. You first went to regionals in 2018, Manon. So that would have been how many years after you started CrossFit? So that would be four. That would be three years after you began CrossFit. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, in 2018, uh, yes, it was my it was my third year of CrossFit. Did you have the um, ambition straight away as soon as you started CrossFit to compete or was it something that grew upon you? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, since the very first day, I had the, the will to go to the CrossFit Games. Yes. I remember when I, when I, discover, when I discovered CrossFit, CrossFit sorry, uh, with my teacher, uh, the evening I was on YouTube watching CrossFit Games and I told to myself, okay, that's a challenge I want to do now. I want to go to the CrossFit Games. At this moment, I, I never did uh, muscle-ups or even the pull-ups, but I decided that I will go to the CrossFit Games one day. Which athletes did you get inspired by? Who do you like to watch? Uh, when I started CrossFit, um, my idol, of course, it was Catherine david Zotier because it was uh, the year when she was at the very top. Um, now. Uh, my favorite athlete is Jamie Green because she is such a nice person. And on the men's side, it will be Rich Froning always and forever. <laughs> what do you like about Rich Froning? Uh, I like the fact that he won the CrossFit Games with a family to deal with. And it's something uh, it's something hard because we all know the story about the adoption and all of this. And he he did it. He did it with so much uh, stress around him, and this is like uh, this is why I like uh, this athletes because he he stay human, you know. He's uh, he's extraordinary, and 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 continues to be so. Yes. So you went to the regionals in 2018. You won the German Throwdown in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, and in between, you actually qualified to go to the Games, but coronavirus got in the way. You must be extremely hungry to get back there this season. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Yes, this season, uh, you know, uh, I have um, the, the feeling that it will be my year because I sacrificed a lot. I trained a lot and... I don't know how it will pay and if I will make it to the CrossFit Games because we never know the future. But uh, there is nothing I will not do to make it to the CrossFit Games. Wow. So what, is, what are you stopping? What have you stopped doing in order to get to your goals? Uh, since Dubai, because I was in Dubai in December, uh, I decided to change a lot of things in my training. Uh, I train um, more smarter and even harder. Uh, I didn't know I didn't knew that it was possible at this moment, but it is. Uh, I started to work with uh, Mayhem, uh, and I start to to see a lot of change. 
and also um okay i love to eat you know i'm italian i come from an italian family so i love <laughs> good things uh, but i decided uh, since the beginning of the open to stop everything that could impact uh, in my training until the crossfit games if i make it to the crossfit games so it's a huge challenge it's hard but everything is calculated and more more details um bigger training and yes more sleeps also so you're really dialed in the nutrition you've got a different program and you are cutting out anything except sleeping and training yes what about um how is it how are you finding the mayhem programming what um what improvements have you made uh i met uh, facundo of course because he lives in Belgium and he's working with uh, Mayhem since a long time now. And I already talked about it with him. And in Dubai, uh, I, I've talked with uh, Lazar Dukic, you know, mm -hmm. and he, he work, he's working with Mayhem. And I asked him, uh, how is it? Uh, what, it? What is he thinking about it? And he convinced myself to start to work with. And since this, uh, since this day, uh, I started to see Facundo's uh, at least once a month to work together and to train together. And it changed a lot. Yes. Because I, I used to, to train uh, all alone at home and I started to, to go out of my routine to go to train with athletes and other people than the people in my gym. So it's changed a lot also. I think that the isolation that a lot of individual athletes have, it's like it can actually really impact on you because you can't ever measure how you, you are doing and how you're improving if you don't train alongside other people. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Because when you are training alone, of course, uh, you can be happy of what you do, uh, but you have... Um, you will stay maybe in a comfort zone. Of course, you're alone. So the only people you have to beat is you. Uh, but when you start to train with training partners, of course, you want to beat them. So you want to, so you have to go out of this comfort zone and you have to go to for these seconds. And of course, it's changed a lot uh, because it's um, like in competition. But we, can, we can't go in competition every weekend, so of course, it's impossible. So we have, to, we have to be in this kind of situation more often. Tell me about your amazing strength, because I watched you at Dubai uh, online. I didn't get to be in Dubai. And I was like, who is this woman? She's amazing. Like when you did liftoff, you just completely blew me away. The confidence of the lifts that you did and the speed and the power in your body was really incredible. I want to congratulate you on that. And I just wondered, um, which is more important to you? Is it CrossFit or weightlifting? Because I know that you're also a very talented weightlifter. Um, I can't choose. I can choose because uh, with weightlifting, I have the chance uh, to go to the Olympic Games. And it's, I think it's a lifetime goal for me, is it? Uh, but I don't have the will to win the Olympic Games. I just want to go there to enjoy the experience and to say that I was there once in my life. CrossFit is different. In CrossFit, I have the will to win and to be the 
the absolute best I can be, of course. So it's different. Yeah, I think I think uh, after 2024, uh, maybe I will put uh, weightlifting a bit on the side because 2024 will be my only chance uh, to go to the Olympics, and I will be hundred uh, percent focused on CrossFit. Uh, but I can't choose. I I love both, and both are super important for me. When you were learning to do the Olympic lifts, was it something that came easily to you or is it something that you struggled to learn? Oh, uh, no, it, it's always, it, it was a strength, always. So it feels natural because it looks incredibly natural. Yes, is it, is it. I'm, I'm a strong girl. And for example, for me, it's easier to work with heavy weights than to go to run or biking or swimming, you know. So would you say that your that like the the things that challenge you are more body weight exercises such as running and the gymnastics? Yes, I, I'm good at gymnastics also. But for example, if we have a workout with uh, running, burpees, and this kind of thing, of course I will not be the best. I, I will try my best, but I, I'm heavy. You know, I'm not a light athlete. I'm not small, and of course I I will not be the best at this one. How did you find the the open workouts? this year um except the last one it wasn't super exciting but we don't have to we don't have to command this we just have to do the workout and mm-hmm. i just have the opinion that it, it wasn't super exciting workout but well quarterfinal will be better i think i hope but the equipment list is promising Yes, 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 yes. We have bench press. <laughs> we don't know for sure. We don't know what we're gonna have to do with, but we have bench press. That, that's a surprise. Mm. What's your bench like? Uh, I'm good at it. It's a strength movement, so I'm good at it. It's if it's a one rep max, it's good. But I'm not sure it will be a one rep max. I think it will be something like a, a pump workout, you know, like, uh, for example, bench press, wall ball, a huge pump on the shoulder. So it will be interesting, I think. Hmm. Oh, that's kind of, that's quite creative. I'll, I'll, we'll see if, uh, we'll see if that happens. I, I'd not thought of that. I thought it would be the, the total. And I also wanted to ask you, apart after Dubai, you went to, did you actually physically get to Wadapalooza or did you withdraw before you got there? What happened there? I, I was qualified for Wadapalooza, but uh, I did the choice to not vaccinate myself. So uh, USA closed the doors to unvaccinated people. So I just had to respect the rules. And So you didn't travel? Yeah, no, not in USA. So this year, if you if you get through to the to the semifinals and then to the to the CrossFit Games, would you change would you change your mind if you had to vaccinate then? Uh, I will find a solution for sure. I will find a solution. Um, I don't say that I will vaccinate myself, but I don't say that I will do or not. I I can't say nothing because I will I will find a solution for sure. The situation's constantly changing. Yes. I hope it will change. I hope. Well, I wish you all the best, Manon. Thank you so much for talking to me this afternoon. I am really looking forward to seeing how you get on in quarterfinals. I hope that it's a pump workout. That sounds like fun. Yes. Um, and if you get through quarterfinals to semifinals, which um, which um, 
uh, semi-final would you like to go to? I would like to go to the Lowlands because it's the Benelux and of course I will have a lot of Belgian people there and I think uh, some members of my gym will join also and I think it will be incredible to have uh, these guys in the public. It will not be the same in London. No, you'll be, you won't have as much support there, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. I, I hope you get the choice, the chance to choose. Um, no, we can't choose, but uh, we can ask, uh, for example, uh, last year we received a survey and we had to, to click for the first choice and second choice. And we could uh, ask for something, for example, I can't travel at this moment. I have to stay close to the to home and blah, blah, blah. So, but. Well, good luck. And thanks very much for talking to me today. Thank you, Menon. It was a pleasure to talk to you. If you are enjoying the Europe is Coming podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Subscribe and share with your friends. Your support really helps. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.